welcome back to another episode of the Keen Gamer Podcast. We have a full show for you today. I am your host, Tristan Zeldin. With me, I have Kira and Luis. Uh, Thomas bailed on us last second, as he always does. This has been a trend for him and a trend for me. Um, throwing some shade at him a little bit. But uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing okay, thank you. Yeah, I guess I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> time I change guess. for uh, the two of you. T- time hasn't changed for me just yet. So we had uh, some some issues coming uh, <laughs> to scheduling. <laughs> but um, things are going well, though. Um, so we do have quite a few news stories to t- today. Some breaking news that just recently happened as Cyberpunk has just been delayed as of, like, I don't know, like half an hour ago, more or less. Um, we also have a Destructions All-Stars uh, delay. Um, photos of Tom Holland in the Uncharted movie are out. And also, uh, a U.S. politician has one of the biggest and most successful Twitch streams of all time as of a few days ago. And then we'll also end on some predictions for reveals that will come out of the Game Awards, since that is not just an award show, it is also like E3 or any other event where you get reveals and big info on the next upcoming games that we are all looking forward to. Um, What's the story with Cyberpunk? Like, it got delayed <laughs> again. Two weeks ago, they even said, no more delays, this is it. Um, So it's releasing December 10th. Um, It's because they have to test on multiple platforms. Like, it's PS4, then you have to test for backwards compatibility of PS5. You have to test Xbox One, then it tests backwards compatibility for Xbox Series X and S. Then you have Google Stadia, and you have PC all on top of that. So it's a lot of work, both current and next-gen platforms and whatnot. Um, So this is the reason for the delay. Um, Actually, on top of all this, Jeff Keighley came out and was like, yeah, they're not eligible for the Game Awards this year, but they will be eligible for next year. So um, Mm. Cyberpunk's off the table for Game of the Year for now. Um, But... uh, how did you guys take the news, uh, Luis? How do, how do you feel? Well, I wasn't really surprised. Um, I found it kind of funny the way you reacted when you when you told us. You, you were the one that <laughs> let me know. Like Cyberpunk got delayed again in all caps. And like, well, <laughs> yeah, I know that's that's a bummer for Tristan and and another million people that are actually waiting like to play day one. Like I've stated before here, I'm not a big had to play it in in first day kind of guy for anything, not even uh, consoles or games itself. So I don't mind waiting. I wasn't probably going to play Cyberpunk anyway until maybe early next year. So to me, it doesn't make a difference personally. Um, but yeah, I, I also wasn't surprised. Like this hasn't been a trend on AAA games. Um, I'm coming to the point, maybe they, uh, I'm coming to the point to believe that maybe they shouldn't, they should stop announcing dates altogether. Like, hey, we're going to drop this game. We'll let you know when you can pre-order and just do it like that. I mean, why even announce dates anymore for these uh, AAA games? You're just gonna keep breaking hearts like like Christians. I also yeah. like yeah. <laughs> I also like the um um what do you call it? The uh, Twitter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, announcement because they they put the announcement like we decided to move the release date of Cyberpunk by 20, 21 days, and then they explained their reasons. And then they comment on itself with the, um, what is it? Um, it's a GIF 
with, with a, it's rewind time again. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. I mean, they, they're, they're taking it, I guess, kind of um, in a light hearted kind of way, which uh, it's okay. I mean, what else can you do at this point? And I think the game is not going to disappoint. If it does disappoint, that's going to be a blow because of all the delays. But I think it's, I'm hoping it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it would be nice if they just stopped uh, giving us dates <laughs> for just like any game. I, I, I'm 100% with you on there. Um, I'm devastated as this, like, my next gen plans were to play Cyberpunk. And when I'm done with Cyberpunk, then I would get a PS5 and play like Spider Man and all these other games that are coming out with that. But now I'm like, damn, I need to get a PS5 at launch, um, which I don't know if I'll be able to. Hopefully I can. But um, so now my plans are reversed. We're get PS5, play PS5 if I can, and then play Cyberpunk in December. But we'll see. Um, Kira, how are you taking the news of Cyberpunk? Oh, so I'm in the same boat as Louis. I'm not really like surprised. I, I was I was uh like I was sure it will be delayed one more time or two maybe more time. Uh so I wasn't like about to play it on Thursday, but right now I'm building a new PC to play Cyberpunk. So I'm a bit relaxed that it's delayed and I can maybe postpone my video card buying stuff or whatever. Uh <laughs> so uh, I think the game is worth it, worth waiting. Maybe a lot of people would be disappointed because there is a lot of pre-orders and stuff like that because people want to play it on day one. I I can understand that, but me, I'm like re- more like in chilling mode. I will be playing it as soon as it will be available. I think maybe m- next year I will be playing it already. So I'm... I'm just like, why is there always like so hard on dates? If you if you are not sure, just be I don't know, like do a soft release date or something like that. Don't say, oh, we are sure that it will be released on such a date or something like that. Uh, so I can understand they have like multiple technical issues right now with this backward compatibility. Ah. I cannot say that word. Why? Compatibility. Compatibility. Yeah. Thank you, Tristan. You're <laughs> you saved. You saved me. <laughs> uh, so maybe, maybe this is the reason. Maybe there is some couple more reasons for, for the delay. But I'm I'm sure the game is worth it. Yeah. If it's not, then uh, well. Uh, well, what can I say? That's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, th- then I don't know. It will be like a breaking news stuff, and we can discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have one more topic, one hot topic, if Cyberpunk will fail. But I don't think so. They put so much effort in it. Like I'm keeping yeah. with the news and seeing all this Night City stuff and all, like all the content self delivering. It's just mesmerizing, really. So I think the game is worth waiting and. Guys, don't be disappointed. Come on. It's just yeah. like it's delayed for a few weeks or one month because I don't know. It's I learned only now. Yeah, that it it's was 21 days because it was supposed to come out November uh, 19th and uh, then now it's December 10th. Uh, it's, it's it's nothing. It's yeah. not one year or something. So it's yeah, okay. It's just a few weeks. Um, it, it is interesting that 
because uh, I have a so I have a tweet uh, pulled up from Ethan Gack. He's from he's a staff writer for Kotaku, and he just has like four screenshots of different articles that Kotaku's posted. One reads: CD Projekt Red boss again promises that cr- uh, devs won't go into crunch. But then there's another one saying that they're going to crunch. Then there's another one saying that there's no more that delays uh, cause more crunch. And then it's Cyberpunk <laughs> de- delayed to to December, and it's it is true. It's like sadly these people are gonna. Are just like they're already announced that they will be having crunch two weeks ago they even tweeted out be like hey no more delays and it's but they also announced a few weeks ago that they're gonna have like six weeks of crunch so now they're gonna have nine weeks worth of crunch um potentially uh, more because you do have post content post launch um yeah, work to do bugs, and stuff like that yes. it's like so my heart's with the developers um it, it's brutal like i can only imagine the insane hours. Uh, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg, he tweeted out that a developer from Seed Project Red contacted him and said that they had clocked in over 100 hours in a week. And it's like, oh God. It's like, game development's brutal. I get why these delays happen because it's like, it's so unpredictable. Like maybe there's just some major bug or something like that that comes out of nowhere or whatever. And you're like, great, we have to delay the game because we don't have time to, to fix this thing or whatever. Um, so you do have like these different reasons why and it's so unpredictable so i get it it's frustrating for us gamers but it's worse for the developers i like i sure i'm jokingly being like no it's so late but really i'm fine with it uh it's because it's like i i get it it in a way a delay is good because it polishes the game much better but at the same time these people are putting in like just crushing their souls just to try and make a video game just so i could you know like fangirl out at uh, at Keanu Reeves being in the game so it's like it's hmm. it's it's very difficult and um so but it's only a few more weeks so um hopefully yeah. for the people working on the game things uh improve soon because I can only imagine uh the stress they're under so um yeah I definitely like th- I think we can I can speak for all of us when we say like for we're there for the developers and like it's it sucks yeah sure. um so another game got delayed um destruction all-stars i have an article pulled up from polygon from nicole carpenter um so destruction all-stars it's a ps5 launch title um like uh, destruction derby racer type of game or whatever um it got delayed to february 2021 and it will also be offered for if you have if you're a ps plus member you'll get it for free for two months after the release too um but also if you pre-ordered the game you're like oh it's delayed from launch i don't want it anymore you can cancel your pre-order and get a refund to playstation also uh, confirmed that uh what do you guys uh, think kira what do you what are your thoughts on uh, one um, of the ps5 launch titles getting delayed like one, one more tit- title get be uh, is delayed no no surprises here so I'm I'm not waiting this game because it's like vehicle combat whatever it is like it's race it's a racing game it's not really my area of expertise <laughs> uh, I don't like racing games uh, so and I, I'm not getting a PS5 right now so I'm not really interested in this game uh, what can I say it's, I don't think people there are a lot of uh, like a big fan base of this game. I think it's just like a nice addition to the PS Now subscription. So I think this news will be like, okay, everybody will be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I think so. 
maybe there is a huge fan base, but I'm not aware of it. Sorry, if like if it's if it's like that, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no, no worries, Kira. Don't worry. Uh, there's so many games out there. How can you possibly keep track of all of them? Yeah, but, a lot um, of games actually. But uh, <laughs> Luis, uh, what are your uh, what are your thoughts of this delay? Uh, well, it's unfortunate for people that de- that do need uh, to have launch titles. Uh, I mean, I guess it's necessary to some degree to have some games available when the new console becomes available as well. Uh, but like I've said it before on the podcast, I do not. I mean, I, although I do intend to get a PS5 eventually, uh, I probably won't even get it maybe until late next year. Like with my PC right here, I don't see the point of getting a, a new console on, on launch. Like that's not necessary to me. But I do understand why it's necessary to have launch titles because if you don't have any launch titles, then you go back to you know the uh, PS4 memes where the PS4 was essentially a Netflix machine for a few months when yeah. it came out. Um, so I guess it's um, disheartening for people that were waiting for it or that actually needed something to play on your PS5. Although I guess a lot of your PS4 titles will be uh, compatible as well. So I don't know if that's even going to be that much of a, of a hit for people that were waiting on it. Um, it's good that they're offering a refund. like out of the gate that's that's always a good practice like okay you know it's getting delayed you guys already paid you want to want to wait you can get refunded i think that's that's fine why sunny so i like that i guess that's really my take on it <laughs> yeah i it is one thing where and this is no disrespect to anyone listening who is really looking forward to destruction all stars and is disappointed by the uh by the delay like it but just based on from what I read and what I listen to on podcasts and YouTube videos and stuff like that, it doesn't seem like it's a it's a game people are really eager for. Um, it seems like people are like, oh, that looks cool. But then like you have Spider-Man and Sackboy mm-hmm. and um, every PS5 is going to have uh, a- uh, the Astrobot game. So there are already games that people are actually excited about. Like everyone's talking about Spider-Man and like Astrobot and stuff like that. So I don't think it's a big deal it's going to be as big of a deal. It, it, just having any game delayed from a launch title um, is tough for any console. It's definitely not like a big hit that Xbox had with Halo game delayed. Like th- this is a, just like such a smaller scale. Like it's like, oh, okay. Uh, Destruction All-Stars got delayed. And it's not like that when we got the news that Halo Infinite got delayed from for Xbox, it's like, wow, that is a huge hit to that console's launch, you know? So oh, yeah. It's it's not as bad, honestly. Um, so, and it, yeah, they, and it's, it's cool that they're like, hey, we know it's getting delayed, but you can get refunds, and if you're a PS Plus member, you get it for free for two months after release. That's that's super cool. Like, I think they definitely made up for it, and it's not like they're delaying Spider Man. You know, like if Spider Man got delayed, now we should be worried about the PS Five launch. You know, but or Demon Souls or whatever. You know, but this, uh, it's it's fine. Um, and it's only a couple months too. February's not that bad. Um, I don't think there's a hard date. I think they just said February, I believe. But yeah, um, yeah. so not too bad though. Overall, right. I think people will live. Um, it's not like Cyberpunk getting delayed and oh, yeah. breaks my heart. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, other, the the thing with Cyberpunk is that the that one keeps getting delayed, so it's stacking up. You know, this is this is the first one. Yeah, this well. is what the fourth <laughs> delay. It, Right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh-huh. I just lost my 
um, cal- calculation, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, the whole it's world still, has, trust me. You stop um, counting after the second one, like, ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Agree, dude. I, I, this is going to be great for, for all the memes, you know, like um, CD Projekt Red waiting for 2077 to release Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. So memes too. will get us through everything as they always do. Um, on to our next story, though. We have an article from actually on our own site on King Gamer from Will Hitchcock, so people can check that out. Um, so we got photos of Tom Holland um, for the upcoming Uncharted movie. So we get a glimpse of him as Nathan Drake. There's another photo of him actually with Nolan North, who plays Nathan in the games. And there's also another image came out of Mark Wahlberg, who's going to be playing as Sully. So it's you. It's basically just Mark Wahlberg with a mustache. That's all it really is. Tom Holland's the real... Uh, talking point because he really is dressed like nathan drake he doesn't have the uh the half tuck in for his shirt which i saw a lot of criticisms for even neil druckman uh creative director uh over at uh, naughty dog was even like tuck that shirt in <laughs> but um yeah it's a super cool um uh first look now that they're actually moving forward with making this movie uh I'm, I'm personally not the biggest uncharted fan but i'm definitely gonna go see it purely because tom Holland. like mark Wahlberg, i think is a mediocre actor at best i think he gives very whatever performances usually he's very inconsistent but tom Holland is crushing it he's great as spider-man i just saw that movie that netflix movie he did uh the devil something or whatever it's something devil i don't know it's robert patton's in it is in it too and a bunch of other really good actors and it is a really good movie and he was phenomenal in it so um, yeah, i'm super that. excited for this movie uh what do you guys are what's your takeaway uh i actually i did like the look that he posted i, I think it was on instagram yeah. uh for the nathan drake when they first announced that tom holland was going to play it i was i wasn't completely sold on it uh, I yeah i think had... a lot of people weren't really sold yeah, and my issue was that I only knew him from from Spider-Man, from the Marvel movies, and from doing the the Rihanna uh, umbrella song, which I thought was funny. Oh uh, yeah, that's great, classic. So, yeah, it's it's amazing. And for me, at uh, the moment, I said, "Oh, the guy has a baby." I know I know Nathan Drake is not old or anything, but Tom Holland for me had too much of a baby face for it. And now that I'm looking at it, I actually really like it. I think I think they did pull it off. I didn't even notice the untucked shirt, by the way. I just noticed it now that, that you're mentioning it. Yeah, I only, I only got it just because people were talking about it, but yeah. <laughs> I definitely like Tom Holland's look more than Warburg's. Again, Warburg only posted a photo of, like with a mustache kind of deal. Um, I think Warburg can be an okay cast for, for Sully. Uh, I think remembering Sully from the games, I think it's going to be okay for Warburg. I think he's going to be able to to put it off easily. Um, I do like Warburg uh, as an actor. I think he's, he's funny all, all around. I don't know. I like goofy goofy actors. What, what can I say? And yeah. as far as the game goes, I mean, I don't like to necessarily compare games to movies mm, when the game is the, was first. Because it's always going to disappoint. Like uh, a very popular opinion that I have is that I actually did like the Assassin's Creed movie, oh, God. but I, I don't consider <laughs> it to be with the games. You know, like the like the Resident Evil movies. Like I think they're their own thing, and I like them for what they are. But I don't think like okay, yeah, this is as good as the game, or it's uh, completely uh, in tone with the game. 
like I still rather play Assassin's Creed or Resident Evil than watch the movies. Uh, but I don't necessarily think they're bad because of it. I mean, Resident Evil can be criticized for a lot of things other than not being faithful to the games, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Kira, what, what were your thoughts on the photos? So I'm not really sure about Tom Holland, like, like his performance as an actor, because I know him only from Spider-Man. He did all okay with it, but I prefer um, say how, how his name is. The guy who played Spider Man, Toby Maguire, right? Yeah, Toby Maguire. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I prefer him personally. Uh, but he did well. But it was kind of more generic performance for me. So I don't, I don't conceive him like um, Nathan Drake. He's a bit, yeah. He's a, he has a baby face and he's a bit young for Nathan Drake, maybe. But yeah, the plot, um, in the plot, Nathan Drake is younger in the movie. Like I understand, but I was a bit confused because it was said that it's based on Uncharted Four, but Nathan Drake is younger, so I didn't really understand that that point. We're exploring the the like what happened before Uncharted Four, or that I didn't understand because I I read somewhere that it's based on Uncharted Four. I don't know. Uh, so um sully um it's okay mark Wahlberg. i think he will he will do just fine with it but i i i think um it's a bit of miscast um and who is playing with um nathan brother uh i'm not too sure um let me look it up real quick i'm pulling it up um to be be honest uh to be honest sorry on regards i guess to what what's more difficult to play or to pull off i mean i don't know i don't know the first thing about acting is to be clear on that but i think um nathan has so nathan drake has a lot more depth as a character than than sully i think sully is a, a, like a, like the goofy character that can be yes yeah, easier to play so that's uh that's a point for holland and i did see the, the movie that tristan was talking about the um what is uh devil all the time i think yeah the devil all the time yeah and the guy is it's a really yeah, good just, i need to see it and to reconsider my opinion maybe yeah, yeah you should scary. watch the devil all the time and you get a very different um feel for tom holland as an actor exactly um, yeah because like old- now yeah now i see he's stuck in this spider-man position like he's Spider-Man's and so I would see I, I I'm considering him only like Spider-Man, you know, like yeah. you have this role like you're stuck in it. But yeah. maybe it's not the case because I didn't see other movies. And like talking um, of um game adaptations, I think the most important that it will be something different. Like for me it's the most important person uh, important personally that the um, plot must be different because if it's like a letter-to-letter adaptation of the game, like I don't need it. I I already played Uncharted games. I know all this. Like I think it must be something different. Explore something yeah. different. So and they are doing it. Like I understood, it's based on Uncharted. Like it's based, but it's exploring something like different. Um, like before they met Sally or something like that. Um, yeah, it's something? touchstones of his uh it's touchstones of that game, I think, or like elements of the games, but it and we've gotten like touches of him as a kid, but this is like really like going all out. And even then Tom Holland's like he's about like our age, rough uh more or less. Like he's uh, like 
early to mid 20s or whatever um so i think that is gonna be a different time frame than what we normally get in the game so i think if they explore something different it could be really special um we don't have much more info on any other cast except for mm-hmm. um the character who was in lost legacy chloe F- uh, fraser um they're gonna have sophia ollie i don't know this actress she's um in gray's anatomy i never watched gray's anatomy so i can't really speak to uh oh you didn't watch his how uh, dare you <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry i've never really checked it out but um that's the only no like other character it's labeled i think there's some there's some other actors who are attached to it but it just like as like no one notable no, so in terms of characters would be surprised like okay i understand but the movie is in production for years now god uh it switched directors a lot they've had a lot of problems yeah. it switched directors multiple times right now it's going to be directed by ruben uh Flasier. he did direct um the zombie land sequel and he did gangster squad um and he did mm-hmm. uh venom so he's he's not had a great track record of like <laughs> really compelling uh interesting movies um the writers are a little bit more interesting because uh one of the guys matt holloway he was one of the writers for 2008's iron man actually um mm. but he did do the last men in black movie which was horrendous and he did do one of the last transformers movies um so there is that. There's also uh, Art Mar- Markham. He's uh, he also has worked with um, the other uh, writer on those same uh, projects too. So um, I don't know. Well, uh, I'm just I'll be wondering. Open-minded. Yeah, I'm just wondering right now, like the setting, like uh, how the movie would look like. It would be like a more like a comic movie or like a comedy a drama. It's really interesting to speculate on this topic. Because yeah. I want, I want to be more like drama. Uh, I don't want a comedy because I don't like comedies. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think... think it'll be a mix. I think it'll probably because I feel like the games and you could uh, you. I don't know if you two have more experience with the games than I do. But you could correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like the games are like seventy five percent like drama and action adventure, but then like twenty five percent like comedy. Like there's just enough just to give it some levity, so it's not overly serious. It's not like super depressing like The Last of Us. It's like it's something it's that has like it's more appeal to it because it's it Indiana has, like, Jones spirit. Yeah, really. it, it, it yeah. that's what it, it really is. That's what it comes down to. Is it's just Indiana Jones. That's really all it is. <laughs> so I don't really like Indiana Jones by the way because it's it's more like there's a lot of uh, but it's a Lara Croft movie. Oh god, it's so bad. But actually, I enjoyed it a bit because yeah, I haven't seen yeah. any of the Tomb Raider movies. Uh, it's 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 oh, really dear. bad. It's like it's on the level of the Resident Evil movies, I I would say. Oh, I do like uh, Resident Evil movies. Yeah, they're so, so bad, I but think so good. yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's the same premise. It's the same <laughs> point. You you didn't see the uh, Tomb Raider movie, the Tomb Raider movie sorry, with uh I think it was Alicia Vikander if I'm yeah, right. Yes, yeah. yes. Alicia Vikander oh. and uh Nick Frost is in it. there. I Walton Goggins, who I love Walton Goggins. Yeah. I like, was tempted to see it, but I never saw it. It's 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 not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. bad. It's, it's, it's okay. a spirit of adventure. It's like, but it's like a generic yeah. movie, of course. But it it's better than the old like movie. Yeah, with Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, that's what I heard. I heard it's it's I heard it's just fine. 
I don't remember the Angelina Jolie one. I know I watched it. I remember watching it. I don't remember. It's because uh, it's too generic to remember. You well, know? I mean, it's yeah, like, like a thousand years something ago. like left life changer movie. Yeah, but that's also that's also related to the time it was made. Like uh, making games out of out of movies or shows back then. I'm sorry, making movies out of movies or games, um, or popular uh, video games or comic stuff back then. When that Tomb Raider movie came out, they, they were always almost always bad i think the yeah. first they still are bad so far mm, well, i don't know i mean I, I wouldn't say that the marvel movies are bad like this no no i love the marvel movies i mean it's for not like, just marvel I mean, movies for like video game adaptions that i mean it's they, like... i think the only movie that was based on on that kind of pop culture kind of comics kind of video games kind of deal that was successful i think in my opinion that I really liked, and I actually do like rewatching it sometimes. Is the uh, Blade trilogy? I really enjoyed all of those ones. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never saw those, but um, yeah, oh, it's me neither. What you did should. you say? Blade. Ah, uh, Blade. Oh. Yeah. Oh yes, it's a. Oh, it's really cool. Yes, I saw. Of course, yeah, I saw with it. Yeah, with Snipes. Yeah. It's yes. Good. Yes, it's really amazing. Really, and for really the time, cool. I mean the the effects. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it, I think it's great for the time. And I think I read some some place. I don't remember. I don't know. If, I don't even know if it's true. But I read somewhere that the Blade movies essentially uh, paved the way for the MCU. Like the the Blade movies were the ones that saved Marvel as a studio, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And that's why they were able to make the MCU, I think. And then they put out their their eggs on the Iron Man basket, and that just simply blew out. You know. Yeah. Interesting. I I had I never read anything like that, but it's interesting. But uh, yeah. So hopefully, um, Uncharted can continue like grow the video game uh adaption genre in Hollywood, and we can get something uh at least entertaining. You know, I don't need something yes, excellent. I just need something that's fun. Like honestly, that, that's what Uncharted is meant to be. Is just like a fun, crazy adventure. So hopefully, we get that. But um, let's get to our last story. Um, so last week, I have an article pulled up from The Verge um, from Jacob Krasnakes. I think I hope you I said your name uh, correctly. Um, so uh, Alexandria Ocasio uh, or Cortez. Ocasio. Ocasio. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm white. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> saving me, Luis. Also just na known as AOC, she just tends to go by with her initials. She's a, um, a Democrat U.S. representative for New York's uh, 14th Congressional District. She de debuted on Twitch. She played Among Us, actually. And she had one of the biggest individual um, streams of all time on the platform. Uh, the peak was like something like 435,000 viewers or something like that. Um it's super interesting and this whole was meant to, it was just meant to kind of encourage people to go out and vote um the u.s has a an election uh coming up in the next like week or two at this point um kind of a big deal you know <laughs> um but uh it, it is it what's so interesting about this not just because it was like so crazy successful and whatnot is this is so different from how politicians use twitch and it's a huge step for how they integrate technology because a lot of politics is a little behind and um I, to compare though like on how they use twitch though um president trump he uses he like they like he has a, a twitch account and such but it's just used to broadcast speeches and rallies 
but that's not Twitch is like Twitch is an engagement platform, not a broadcasting platform. I would say it's more of an engagement platform than broadcast platform. Um, so it's just like, it's cool that she was actually like, regardless of what you think of her politics or whatever, but just like, it is interesting seeing a politician use this to engage with people and also just like legitimately just play a video game, you know? Um, I know she. I know she is a big gamer. I've like I, I don't follow her um, or anything like that, but I do see like um, like Twitter will show like, hey, so and so follows this person and shows you tweets from people you don't follow just because other people you, you follow follow them and like post. She I know she posts like a lot of stuff about video games. I see like other uh, websites report on it. Um, it it I know, and this is also just kind of a trend that's been going too because I know the Biden campaign teamed up with kind of funny. To show off his Animal Crossing island, um, but this is the first time, at least I can think of, that where a politicians use um, Twitch in the way it's meant to be used, essentially to engage with people through playing a video game. It's basically the the whole platform of itself. So I think it's super interesting um, and what it could mean for not just U.S. politics, but just politics across the board for any country, whether it's you know your guys's countries. Um, what do you what do you think, uh, Kira? So actually, I I didn't see the stream, uh, and because I'm really like outside politics a bit, and I'm not in a U.S. citizen, so I'm not so into it. But I yeah, was... why, why do you care of a U.S. representative yeah. <laughs> streaming on Twitch? Yeah, yeah, but like I'm not. It's it's really a smart move. Like she's young, AOC. She's young, and she. She found a really smart way to gain audience, like because uh, the audience on Twitch is like who is like kids, uh -huh. teens, people in their twenties, mostly of course, uh, and like they can vote, right? And it's, it's, it's the smartest way to actually gain this audience via Twitch and by streaming uh, a game. It's really like ironic, like the fact that the premise of the Among Us is to deceive and mislead people until you win, like mm -hmm. politics. And it's really funny. Um, so, um, and uh, this game is cheap, it's free on mobile. It's like everybody can access it, like everybody's playing it. It was so, it's really smart move. Uh, not doing all this, like, um, traditional, like, I don't know what they're doing to gain gather votes, like, politicians are doing something like gathering people, you know, like, I don't know what they're doing, but it's more traditional ways, but uh, it's um, it's not working for a younger audience anymore, I think. So, um, but I'm a bit, like, frustrated uh, by the fact that Twitch can become a political platform, maybe. I don't know if it's good or not. Maybe it's good for the gaming industry in general because it's like it's becoming more serious. Even if like if politicians are paying attention to it, then oh god, it's super serious and etc. Or maybe it's bad because uh, I don't know. Because it's, there is already a problem on Twitch to gain viewers and stuff. And if politicians will steal your viewers, it's not really a good premise, you know. Uh, I don't know. So it's it was... But the fact is, it was a really smart move. It was really smart. And I think it will... Uh, it, it it was worth it. But um, then I saw the stream, like, the, like a bit of it. 
she was really well prepared for it. Like it's like it was said it's, it's only it's the first time she was playing it, but um for me she was like well prepared. She's a gamer, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, she is. I know she's really into games and stuff like that. I know she's tweeted a lot about like Animal Crossing and some other uh, major games and such. You can see um, that she's familiar, at least like not mm-hmm. like what what button to put, to press or like she she was well oriented. So yeah, I uh, I I didn't watch any of it, um, but I I did see a lot of people being like, "Wow, she's actually doing pretty well for someone who's playing Among Us for the first time." And like, I that was a general like consensus I was constantly like reading too. I think even in this the this article I have pulled up even on the Verge, um, even they were like, "Wow, she no, she did well." <laughs> so there's that also. Um, Luis, where where is your takeaway? I didn't see it either. I knew it was going on uh, because it was boosted by a lot of people on the, um, on Twitter, particularly. I noticed it because um, Rod Breslow, you know, the guy um, Slasher on Twitter, he I think he was I think he either retweeted it or or commented it or wanted to play with her. I don't know. I know she ended up playing with some uh, better known streamers, uh, Pokemon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think. Among Us, it's very intuitive. I think it's easy to catch on to it. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't find it surprising that she, being as young as she is, and having played uh, as we know that she has, like by her in, in her age range or our age range, it's normal to have played something at some point, even if you're no longer into it. I think it's normal to still be able to grasp. Um, the playability of a game that's so simple as Among Us. I mean, I like her. I like to see her play something a little bit more challenging, um, mm. style-wise. Let's see, maybe Phasmophobia. That's not really intuitive at all. Um, something like that, that might be might be fun to see. So I'm not really surprised that she was good at it. What I think it's a good thing is that these politicians getting involved on the gaming culture. Mm. In a neutral to positive manner, I still remember when I was very, very young. I think we're all under 30 here. Um, the only times you'd hear politicians and video games together is because they were trying to either ban or censor something about, about video games, which was really the trend for a long time. So I think as we see younger politicians uh, take on the, their, their seats at Congress or whatever in whatever country, that's going to start fading away. Um, I'm a little concerned that they could use some of the platforms for their political gain, maybe. But that's always going to be going around. You know, that's always going to happen. That's and, that's uh, the play side. the game for politics. You know, so it's all about. Yeah, it's about yeah, like I, mean, I said. <laughs> Supermarket is a game. It's to mislead like people, and you know. Yeah, yeah and, and like, like you said, Tristan, AOC is not the first one to come on Twitch. Although I think it, she is the first politician, if I'm not mistaken, to actually play on Twitch. Yeah, she's like actually like using it for what we like think of when you say, "Oh, I'm a Twitch streamer." You go, "Oh, you play video games on Twitch," you know, and that's what she was doing. Um, yeah, and as far as the engagement, I think like what you said, Trump wasn't engaging. He was more more broadcasting on it. But I think Bernie, that made his account, I think before Trump was yeah, just about a year ago. Yeah, he was just ans- answering questions, right? 
so he was just engaging, but obviously not playing video games. Like I wouldn't expect Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he's like a thousand years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be unrealistic. Um, <clears throat> but now we're seeing this with younger politicians. Whether or not you agree with them, um, I think it. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I hope it's not gonna affect the gaming industry in a negative way. Like they're going to start uh, tailoring the games for politicians to play. But I would like to see something. I don't know. I think I'm just dreaming too much. I like to see something more competitive, maybe uh, Call of Duty or Rainbow Six Siege with teams from both sides of the aisle. I think that'll be fun. You know, Dan, Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Democrats yeah. versus Republicans and like Siege uh-huh. or something like that. Exactly. Uh, Can you mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, I would watch that. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely watch it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't watch AOCs, but I would would definitely watch that. Yeah, it, it's super interesting regardless um, whether, however you take it, positive or negative. There's, I'm sure you, anyone can make arguments for that. Uh, of course, we don't want to make people think uh, these things because politics make people go a little nutty. But yeah, it, it's interesting. It's I'll be very curious to see where she goes moving forward. And if it's just taking the politics out of it, just her playing games on twitch yeah it'd be cool seeing her like play some more extreme stuff i saw people suggesting she was asking people like oh what should i you know like what are some games you would like me to see me play and people are like bloodborne and stuff like that and like, oh. Oh, <laughs> no that would Jesus, be cool. blood- <laughs> yeah bloodborne. I, would watch, I would watch aoc uh or dark souls dark souls pvp mode. yeah dark Soul, any, any from software game let's uh, all right aoc if you're listening to this um go play any from software game we'll watch it you know um so uh, let's get to our uh, our main topic though um because the game awards is coming out december 10th it's not just an award show though and we'll probably do a thing about the actual nominees once we get that list um sometime in the next few weeks or whatever but we are is technically a show like e3 or anything else where they do have game reveals or news trailers and things like that and i wanted to go into our predictions like maybe some things we'll see and uh i'll start off though because i have some uh some reasonable predictions and some ballsy ones and uh so do you guys want to hear something more reasonable realistic or do you just want me to go like all in and just say something? Go wild. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. We're going to see something on God of War Ragnarok. I think they're going to give us a new trailer, like an actual look at the game. What is, I don't think it'll be gameplay, but like a cinematic trailer, not just like the tease, the logo that we got a couple months ago. I mean, like an actual full-fledged trailer of God, God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. What are your takeaways? Mm-hmm. I think that's very likely. I don't think they... I think they probably already had it uh, in, in store, obviously, when, when they released the, the logo, like you said. I don't think it's really wild to assume that they will probably show something like that. It's the time, I mean, the time is ripe for teasing something for the, for the next generation. So it actually makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, and it, it comes, it's, they, they say it comes out next year. So, mm-hmm. you know, they need to start showing some stuff relatively yeah. soon not go yeah. like once yeah. before so it would um, be great might as well do the last big show um for the games industry um kira do you uh do you agree yeah of course it would be really great to see some ragnarok um at least a teaser like something to see not just a logo it would be really nice but i have some i'm just 
um, we don't know yet who is nominated, right? No, we've not gotten yeah. nominations uh, the list yeah. yet. So I assume we'll speculate. probably get the next like like two three weeks. I assume like at, at most three weeks. Like I can't imagine then, more than that. Okay, then let's speculate a bit. So we have like six nominations, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll do a whole episode on that uh, later. But oh, uh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, Let's... yeah, it, it's, it'll be something like that. Yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk is also bored, um, and I think it's interesting who will who will take the place of Cyberpunk because um, I was I was really sure that Cyberpunk will take uh, part in the in Game Awards, but it yeah. postponed for one year. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so I don't really know. I was just about thinking who will be nominated. I, I wasn't thinking what will happen during the show, what will be shown, because mm. there is a, a, like a whole bunch of games. I'm I'm just losing the track of all of these. Yeah, there is a lot of games coming up, and um, yeah. So, but I agree on Ragnarok for yeah. sure. Uh, Luis, do you have any uh, any predictions or anything you think uh, will will happen? Uh, I'm very bad at predictions when it comes to it. Mm, like uh, announcements, wise and things like that, I, I really don't know what to expect anymore. Um, we reach a point where we either get great new games announced. Or we get, you know, remakes, which are not necessarily bad, I guess. I'm not, uh, I don't know about, I don't know if I actually love it or hate it. Uh, some remakes are great. Some remakes are, in my um, opinion, unnecessary. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really, when it comes to predictions, I'm extremely bad at it. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'd have more to say probably about the nominees. Mm. But you... I mean, if you have some more predictions, go ahead. I mean, oh, ready for that. dude, I have plenty. Oh, um, really? I think we'll see Far Cry 6 gameplay. I think they'll debut that. Uh -huh. That's supposed to come out in February, and we still haven't seen anything on that game outside of that one uh, trailer we saw earlier this year. So I think we'll see Far Cry 6 gameplay. Mm. At least I hope so. Mm. It would be great. I have a weird relationship with Far Cry, with the franchise, like because I only played the first one, and the first one is weird. Yeah, I never played it. The first one. Yeah, the first one is very weird. Like towards the end, it gets wacky. I don't know. I don't know. It, I mean, I didn't love it because of it, and it, and it gets really hard. <laughs> and then I didn't play any other uh, Far Cry. I know they're very different as far as I've seen. And yeah, but the first one is just weird all around. Yeah, I've played almost all of the main titles. I've played. Basically, from two onwards, I've played every. I've played all the like two, three, four, five, and then I played um that prehistoric one, the caveman one that they did like. Oh yeah, I do. Far uh, yes. Primal? Yeah, it was Primal. Weird. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, I I enjoyed them. I I enjoyed the the gameplay loop. I I thought three and four were really good. Fun. Like I just I started it started to get stale. Um. Primal was kind of cool and stuff like that. It was a good change of pace. Um, but uh, and then five, I just I don't know. Like I really enjoyed the beginning of that game, but then I think uh, um, it eventually started to fall a little flat for me. So um, yeah, I did I did kind of have that uh that issue. But I'm excited for six just because uh, John Carlo Esposito's in it as the main villain, and 
he's a tremendous actor he's one of my favorites so um i just want to get the game purely just for him to be honest um and that i don't see what they can do differently in that franchise to really get my interests um i hope they can you know i hope they can uh do something different to regenerate that that uh that franchise because ubisoft does have that issue they had that issue with uh assassin's creed where they're like uh people are really starting to get over this whole um formula that we have you know so still the same different setting but same like yeah they need to do more like innovate the gameplay so i hope they're able to do that i didn't have a problem with with assassin's creed being essentially the same game um over and over but because i really love walking around and reading about the uh, buildings and story and whatnot. I mean, that, I'm that kind of uh, person that really plays it for the real history on the game rather than, than the actual gameplay. And I always find the gameplay okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they can revamp it and make it better, that's, I mean, you know, I don't think it can hurt. And as far as um, Far Cry 6, yeah, I did see that Giancarlo Esposito was there. I think he's, a, he's an amazing actor indeed. Um, I don't know if I think they're the setting is on a kind of a Spanish speaking kind of island, right? I don't know if Yeah, it's it's some them. like uh like fictional uh um country and that's in like South America or something like that. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad something nice. like that. Yeah, the only thing I didn't love about Giancarlo Esposito on Breaking Bad was his um Spanish actually because he was supposed to be Chilean if I if I remember correctly on Breaking Bad something like that yes yes and yeah the Spanish wasn't wasn't great wasn't convincing yeah because he's um because he's like a mix of different things too because he's like yeah. I think he's because he was actually born in Denmark actually I know I just learned that like, a few uh, weeks oh my ago. god wow interesting background <laughs> yeah I think his like like one of his parents is uh is uh um like from denmark and then his uh his i think his dad is um hispanic or something like that i don't Mm. i don't know the whole thing and whatnot but yeah he had an accent what was the issue with the spanish it was his accent yeah it was very obvious that that he didn't live in a in a nato country Uh, um, uh, um, yeah for you yeah i understand you yeah i mean it was very obvious to me you know for people from this side (laughs) Um, yeah, it, it sounded like very much Americans trying to speak Spanish, which I know it's challenging. If you if you didn't learn it, you you're likely not going to learn it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm definitely never never going to learn it. Um, I know I know Spanish. Like I was learning it for four years, but I cannot speak it because I didn't have practice, you know. But I mm-hmm. can understand and like read and whatever. For me, it was okay because I'm not Hispanic or something, so I couldn't say that it was not okay. His mm-hmm. accent, but I would know, right? <laughs> now I would know. Um, yeah, Kira and I are both very white people. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, just as a correction, so I'm, I looked it up, and actually, so Far Cry Six, the actual, um, it's it the the place, it's a fictional place, obviously, like they always are, but it's called Yara, and it's a Caribbean island that's inspired by Cuba. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what they're kind of going for. Yeah, well, it's still Spanish. Exactly. Yeah, still yeah. Spanish, yeah. yes, of course. But like <laughs> that is the specific thing they're going for. I I was mm. thinking that they were going for like something like um like South American or Central American. Uh, that's what they're going for. But uh, no, it's like um like Caribbean, Cuban, uh, 
mix. So. They, they like to they, they play around with their. It's uh, a their good. Settings, it's so. a good setting. Yes, it's an exotic one. Yeah, nice. it's always an island, right? With Far Cry. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I think it's always but yeah. Not, not with the last one. It was not an no, island. That was that was in well that the last one was Montana, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. That was yeah. the US one that people got very upset by. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. You know <laughs> all, all the all the problematic things the Far Cry franchise, but that's the one where people draw the line on because it's attacking uh Americans. <laughs> I don't know. People are weird and dumb um yeah it's, so it's been yeah. like it would have been so when that game comes out though it would have been three years since a uh, a far cry game so uh let's hope that uh that it works you know that it, that time off helps it unlike uh like you know like the uh the what they did with assassin's creed by reinventing the whole franchise which some people like some people don't you know it's just fine but um i think it needs something different. They need to take a risk to at least. A bit, you know, a soft reboot, like something completely different. It would be nice. But I think that, that they will stick to the formula. I think so. I don't mm-hmm. think they will. Because Ubisoft is not like a risky. It's a corporation. They just care about money, primarily. Like, yeah. Unfortunately. Well, like, yeah. Well, the people actually making the games are, you know. They're they're in it for a completely different reason, but yeah, like the the executives and such. Yeah, you could um, make that definitely make that. Yeah. Argument. Um, the only other uh, thing I have a prediction for um, is I think we'll also see um, get some sort of look. It could be a tra- It could be like a cinematic trailer. It could be gameplay or whatever of Horizon Forbidden West because that game's supposed to come out February, correct? Oh um, yes. And we haven't we gotten that one really cool like cinematic trailer and such showing it off, but um, oh, it's set twenty twenty one. But I think there was a tease or something about it being um, February or at least like the release window. Um, and I think February or March would kind of fit in that. Um, I think it'd be very cool. Um, I actually beat that game for the very first time on PC like just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have it very fresh to my mind, and I really, um, I'm very excited to see what they do differently and what they're able to improve upon. Because I really liked um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I just, I didn't love it like most people did. I just had some issues with it um, regarding some different things. Um, I just don't particularly love Aloy. I thought the side missions and such were really kind of bland. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had I had some issues with it, but. Uh, I'm I'm still gonna play the hell out of this game. I'm super excited to uh, get on board with it. Um, do you think we'll see something um, within December ish? Likely. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They must show something. Like I think a yeah. gameplay trailer. Like I, I'm sure uh, something, something at least. But we have already a cinematic trailer, no? We, or it was a teaser. Like, we got like an announcement trailer. Um, oh, it was an announcement because I already forgot. Um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was short. I remember it was short. It was just showing, uh, like the premise, like what, what, it was, what it will be about, like the conflict between, yeah, it was like and, a three and minute, uh, thing, just her just writing on the coast of what I assume was California. Um, yeah, all we know is it's getting a span between Utah in California, and that is pretty damn big, actually. So, uh, mm. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do differently with that. Um, I hope um, they're able to improve upon the game since it is, and it's going to be a really big game. It's spanning across like three states, you know, um, like Utah, Nevada, and California. I think maybe some of Arizona because it is kind of cross between that uh, that path of Utah to California. So it will be interesting to see what they're able to bring out and expand upon um and it's just like they they're they're claiming it's gonna they're aiming for a release date in uh early next year so they have to show us something yeah they they have to um or they pull a cyberpunk and have four delays you know we uh we, we don't know um so it would be nice if we can get something for this game, and it would be nice if we can get it like a concrete date that sticks to. Um, but it is game development. This is the games industry. Um, you never, you never know. Yeah, everything's so unpredictable. Do you think but, um, Gabe Newell might show up finally? Like they were. Uh, oh, oh, interesting. Is they're moving to New Zealand, no? Well, you didn't, that's what he, he says that, but. You know, <laughs> he says a lot of things. Um, yeah, you, yeah, it's true. Did you did you guys see the um, the photo, the Twitter uh, photo that I think what was the name Geoff Kickley? I don't know. You, you need to correct me now, Tristan. Kickley uh, updated. He, Are you but, talking about Jeff Keeley? Yeah, that one, Kickley. Yeah, sorry. Okay. And he uploaded a photo and said, "Quite the call today." And then it's a screenshot, and it has oh, uh, yeah. Trent Baker and himself and Phil Spencer, and then like Gabe Newell speaking. It's like, huh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they will announce Half-Life Three. Maybe. Oh God. Well, Valve uh... is making <laughs> games. Like they, they've said that they have like multiple games under development. Um, yeah. And that they've even said since the success of Half-Life Alex, they would like to continue the Half-Life franchise. So we'll both get Half-Life IP and something else. I don't know if it's new IP or they're gonna give us some uh, like a sequel to some other game, like you know, like a new Left 4 Dead game or something, which is what I hope mm-hmm. for. But they oh. do have games in development. We know that. We don't know exactly what, but we do know that. So it'd be interesting because that's that's Jeff Keighley's main thing is the Game Awards and his summer of gaming thing yeah. that he did is is been over for months now. It's you know it's not yeah. summer obviously. So I assume that they were talking about something that you could possibly relate to um, the Game Awards. Um, man, that's a man, Luis. You said you didn't really have any predictions, but that's a yeah. great one. I dude, I. I just remember it. Sorry. <laughs> if, they, if they show whatever next thing that they have release to to release at the Game Awards, like that will be huge news. I think they're trying to wink and and get people excited and riled up. Obviously about Half Life Three. Like yeah, Jesus. There is a whole hype. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when they were like the new installment on the Half Life series. Everybody was like, oh, and then it was like Half Life Alex, which is a great game, but it's not Half Life 3. Like, and at this point, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. I mean, I think the expectation is too high now because there is a, it's like a old game now, the uh, Half Life and Half Life 2. And, and more and more people are getting into it because of the memes and because of the culture and because of everything that's going on around. Because that's how I played it. I played Half-Life 1 and 2 maybe two years ago for the first time, or even 3. Yes, uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I got on the hype train, like, okay, so what's 
going to happen next, if there's going to be a next. And the more time goes by without it, it gets harder because expectations get um, higher too, which is also what's going on with Cyberpunk 2077. I don't doubt it's it's going to satisfy people and live to to expectations, but if it doesn't, it's going to be very hard. Yeah. I think yeah. it's in development for sure, Half-Life 3. I think so. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't uh, think we're I ever going to so. this game, ever. I, hope so. I just hope so. I mean... <laughs> you can hope, but <laughs> yeah, I, I can hope. I don't know. I, I think they're, I uh, they cannot ignore like, the, the success of the franchise. Like, how, come on, it's it's like, I don't know. It's like a new Fallout game or something. It, it's It's big and everybody's waiting for it. So I think they are like, maybe it's not in development, but they will sure do it. I don't know, somewhere in I the think future. With Alex, it the possibility is greater now, but I'm not holding my breath at all. Mm. Um, I'm not uh, the so, biggest well, fan of Half Life. Like I'm okay with it. It's a good game. So I'm just I'm in chill mode, <laughs> chilling mode. I'm I'm not like oh god they're not doing it or doing it or whatever. So I'm just like okay with whatever will come up. They will yeah, come up I'll, with. I'll play it if it com- if it comes out, but I'm not like dying to play it or anything like that. Like I'm just I don't know I'm chilling. Um, the the games have aged really well because the Source Engine is just a great engine. Um, they were very innovative at the time. Um, the storytelling is really interesting. The world they've built is really interesting. Um, it's just, it's not something that really grabbed my attention personally. But uh, yeah, I don't know. If they give me Left 4 Dead 3, then I, I'll, I'll be fine. That's all I really need. You know what would be great? I think even be- better than Left 4 Dead 3. I, I would be really excited for a Portal 3. Interesting. Uh, Portal is a great game. Yeah. yeah, and Portal has some relation to Half-Life, so maybe Portal 3 can continue the Half-Life story. I don't know. I mean, you know, you know that they're somehow related. Yeah, and I think it'd be interesting if they can sp- expand upon the VR stuff. And, like, I think... Oh, like uh, Portal, Portal VR, yeah. VR yeah. would actually be really yeah. cool. I think that but, would actually be a great but idea. If they will, but I was disappointed that Half-Life Alex was only in VR because I didn't play it. I don't well, have it was VR, made but... to be VR. It's yeah, like... I know, I know, but yeah, I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, I don't, I don't have VR, so I, I couldn't play it. I have a buddy of mine who has it, um, who has like a VR setup. I have several friends actually who have VR setup, so I haven't been because of COVID. I haven't been able to like go over there and uh, try it out. But one of these mm-hmm. days, I'll have to try it out because I, yeah. I have seen videos and it looks incredible. And like I've played VR, like really good VR games before, and it's really impressive. So. I cannot play VR because I have epilepsy and like um, oh. I can't play. It. Oh, yeah. So a portal game is out of the, out of the question. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not like a really VR person, it, but it's it's a bit selfish, I know. But um, ah. but uh, it's it could it could be like portal with VR supported. It would be okay. Yeah, like a yeah. hybrid. Yeah, it it's just something you just have to work out the logistics for because making a VR game is just so different. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. so yeah, I, I get it. Um, but until then, though, we'll uh, we'll see. Um, the Game Awards is December tenth. Um, I know they have some big plans for it. Like they're gonna have like 
three different like areas where it like there's one in like America, London, and Japan, whether it's having like three like streams that'll all cohesively so- come together for like one big show. It's gonna be really uh interesting to see how they pull it off. So people can watch it then. Um, whenever we get actual like nominations and such, we'll give our predictions for that. Um, but uh, until then, people can uh, stick around with us on Keen Gamer, wherever you get pot- your podcast services to for our podcasts. Um, you can follow me on at Legend of Zeldin on Twitter. Uh, Kira, you have I know Luis doesn't really use Twitter, but Kira, uh, you can plug your Twitter in. Yeah, I'm not truly active nowadays, but you can find me uh, on Enigma Wasp, WASP, and on Twitch, same thing. Perfect. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining me today. It was a lot of fun. And uh, audience, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.